Well, David, if the sheer excitement of election day isn't enough for you and you've still got something left in the tank, uh, live music is back in a big way in Adelaide at the moment, and this is going to be terrific. The By the Sea concert series is going to be playing at Glenelg Beach featuring Mondo Rock, John Stevens, Diesel, Vanessa Amorosi, and our next guest, the great Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy, good morning to you. G'day, how are you going, guys? We're good, thanks, Jim. Mate, I've got to say, I'm so excited, the fact that after two years of being locked in their houses and watching performers like you over Microsoft Teams, this is an actual concert. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of fun doing all those bloody, you know, Zoom things and all that sort of stuff, but to get in front of an audience, nothing's better, you know? It's just, it's just going to be, it's going to be so great to play in my hometown. Have you managed to, chalk, have you managed to chalk up many concerts since things started to lift a bit? We, we listed about oh, six weeks ago, we started on tour with the Red Hot Summer Tour in the Eastern States. Some of them were like at the very start of it where people had to sit down and all that sort of stuff, and it was tough, but they all had a great time. Some of them, you know, were, were perfect. Some of them were bucket and moraine, but the, the common thread in all of them, people were just so happy to see a live concert that we just all, we all went nuts. I mean, the band went crazy. The audience went crazy. So it's just been awesome, you know. It's really good to be playing live music again. Mm. So, you know, there's a there's a certain thing about that buddy, that communion, that thing between an audience and performers, where everybody just it's a benefit for everybody. The bands play better, feel better. The audiences love it. You know, it's it's a, it's a it's a special thing. When was the last time you were in Adelaide? I reckon, I reckon it was more than it was more than two <laughs> years ago when we did that thing up at the Mount Barker Library for for the release of um, Working Class Boy. That's, that's... Yeah, no, I think I think I was I think I was back once after that, but uh, I might have done Manum, you know. But um, but it's um, but it's uh, I haven't been in town for a long time, and and considering it is my hometown, I feel like a, I feel like a deserter. I feel like I've got to get in you know, <laughs> with all my mates. I got to touch base with all my mates, and you know, I mean, but we couldn't get anywhere. We couldn't play. We couldn't go in. Place was locked down. I'm just like you know, I'm just so glad that we're sort of starting to come out the other end of this now. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things where. No, nobody should take it for granted. Just be a little bit careful, but uh, mm. but you know, it's just great that we can all start living our lives again. Hey, Jimmy, I wanted to ask you about the the, the couple of books you released towards the end of last year: uh, Rosie the Rhinoceros, yep. the kids' book, and then the Where the Where the River Bends, the the cookbook. Yeah, what was more fun to to write? Uh, you know, Rosie Rosie was Rosie the Rhinoceros, the kids' book, was written about Mahalia's daughter Rosie, and I'll tell you, Rosie Rosie's like a, she you know when she particularly when she was about two. She was like a like a rhinoceros in a in a in a china shop, you know. She was like a little little sort of blocker, and she'd sort of crash into things and stuff like that. Rosie and Rosie wanted to do ballet, and uh, and uh, and she was, but she was built, you know, more like a like a front row forward for for rugby league team, you know. Um, but but she uh, but she but she was one day she was in the car and 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 she was playing with with the kids. They're all pretending to be animals and. Ruby, her sister was was I'll be Ruby Rabbit, and you know, and and Ellie, my daughter, was Ellie the elephant, and Ellie May said to her, said, uh, "You can be Rosie the rhinoceros." And no kidding, I was sitting in the car, I was driving, uh, and she sat there quietly for a minute, and I was considering the rear vision mirror, and she was she was thinking about <laughs> to get a both fist and went, "I'm not." I'm not a rhinoceros. I'm a unicorn, <laughs> and it just—it made me laugh so much because obviously there's this girl who who was built like a rhinoceros but just felt like a unicorn. So I thought this is about this is about you know freedom to be whoever you want to be. You know, Rosie, it doesn't matter what you want to be, darling. You can be a giraffe if you like. You know, you can be anything you like. And uh, so so when, when I wrote the book, and she just loved it, and she she loves it. That's it's fantastic. such a and you know Matt Shanks came along and did the uh, the the 
the, the, the drawings, which are, you know, when you have a little story like that, that, this is sort of things that I talk to my grandkids about and to have it be brought to life by one of the best, you know, uh, you know illustrators in the country. It was, it was pretty rewarding. The cookbook, on the other hand, the cookbook, you know, Jane and I have been cooking together, you know, for years. Jane's a fabulous cook. And over the years, I, you know, I've really sort of, I've, I'm pretty handy in the kitchen now myself. I've got really quite good at it. And, and over the last couple of years in lockdown, that's what we did. We cooked mm. and we had the family here and we just we prepped all these really great meals. I'm, you know, I'm particularly, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bloke, but I'm particularly good at, you know, getting in and the, uh, I'm, I'm, I like Japanese charcoal to cook on, you know? So oh, I'm yeah. Good in, I'm particularly good at barbecue and yakitori and all this sort of stuff. And, uh, and so, I'm, you know, between the two of us, we said, oh, let's do a cookbook. So luckily for us, you know, one of the one of the benefits of having that time being locked down is we were home, and it's time to put all these recipes together. And basically, the recipes that were these are this is the, literally I said it in the book. These are this is literally the food that held our family together over the last you know forty years, and up through bloody you know grieving, grieving, bloody celebrating, you know, hmm. happy and crying. These are the recipes that held the family together. So they're really special to us. And it's sort of like we have a bit of a bit of a legacy we were leaving for the kids. So the kids keep bringing up now, you know, when they moved out, they'll ring up and say, "How do you cook that? What, yeah. How do you do that one?" So now they've got a book, <laughs> now they get a book so they can do it themselves. It must have been a nice change of pace, Jim, because particularly with your, your, your first memoir, you, you dealt with some pretty harrowing content. So it must have been nice to do not just the kids' book, but a cookbook and something that was just, you know, unadorned fun. Well, you know, the thing, that's the thing. You know, but each of these books has sort of led to different things. You know, I mean, that first, you know, work-class boy, you know, really that was something I had to write if I was going to keep living. Mm. You know, I mean, mm. it, it literally it was literally that therapeutic for me and that, that cathartic that, you know, writing that book, I think, saved my life. Uh, you know, uh, working class man was you know was was facing the body, the, the demons that, that came from 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 what I went through in the first book, and then even the short stories were sort of tying and 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 sort of tying those two together. You know, seeing the impact of, of the both of those books on me, so it was good to see you know to work. It was like therapy. I went through these things. And and I've got to a place in my life where I'm really, you know, pretty bloody comfortable now. Hmm. You know, I've still got a lot of work to do. I'm still a work in progress, as we all are. But that's why, you know, you can, you can see the difference in tones of the books that were uh, that that I was writing and the songs that I was writing. It was it was sort of like I'd worked through a lot of stuff and a lot of things were coming out. It was great. I've got to say, Jim, I'm I'm, I'm gutted about not being able to go because Will and I, being the nerds that we are, we're going to be busy covering the South Australian election on the Saturday night that you guys are playing. <laughs> Sadly, it's not. Um, but pretty important anyway. You know, we've got, we've got to get these things done properly. So keep you know keep keep people informed. That's right, thing, exactly. You know? <laughs> we, you know, as much as we'd like to all just go off and play rock and roll, some of us do have to be you know to think about elections as well. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, mate, look, it's, good. it's great that you're coming home it's, uh, after such a long time and all the very best for the show, and we'll catch up properly with you next time you're in town. Thanks, guys. I can't wait to play in my hometown. Good on you, Jimmy.